For dreaming big and achieving your goals, there's a system that I love more than anything else I've tried, and I'm going to share that with you next. Hello and welcome to the Musician Toolkit, episode 27. My name is David Lane, I'm your host, and it is great to be with you once again. I'm releasing this episode on June 19th, which makes it my last episode of the spring of 2023. It's also almost the end of June, and that is why I wanted to release this specific topic on today. It's a little less than two weeks until the end of June as I'm releasing this, and that means it's a little less than two weeks until the end of the second quarter of this year which is the months of April, May, and June. We're about to enter the third quarter of the year, which are the months of July, August, and September. I want you to take a moment and think about your ambitions, what you really want to accomplish in life, what your big goals are, and even what some of your medium goals are, and specific goals when it comes to your music, uh, getting to a certain level, getting your technique to a certain standard, learning a certain number of pieces. What are the things that get in the way? Well, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. One of them is staying focused on the goal itself, especially if it's something that you're not working on to accomplish right away. Like, for example, if you want to learn a really difficult piece for your instrument, it's probably not something that you can, you know, just sight read and practice for a few minutes and have it done you might be playing a piece that really is going to take you months to learn. But what if you are, for example, say a college student, a music major, and you want to be able to audition for a major metropolitan orchestra somewhere like New York, Cleveland, Chicago, LA, Philadelphia. Sorry if I didn't list your city. (laughs) Just five that came to mind, big orchestras with high standards. Well, there's a very good chance that if you're the type of person I just listed, you might be very good, but you're not quite there yet. And it may take you four, five, 10, 15 years to become the type of musician to become good enough to get one of those chairs when they come available. It's not to say that you won't get it sooner, but there is a chance that if that is a goal, It's going to take you time to obtain it. And something that can't be accomplished until very late in the future, it's sometimes hard to focus on. And and sometimes we just give up on it because it's just taking too long. But there's another problem with being productive and with uh, accomplishing things that I've experienced quite a bit. In fact, this has probably been one of my biggest problems. And that is that you get so busy that you're focused on what you, what you have to do today. And then when you're done with that, you figure, okay, what do I have to do tomorrow? If you're really forward thinking <laughs> just a little past that, you might think, what do I have to do this week? And you get done with that and you think, what do I have to do next week? And this is absolutely a great system for getting things done. But the problem is, is you become a slave to your tasks. And if you have any kind of ambitions, if you have big picture thinking, things that you want to accomplish in the near future or the far future, 
it's very easy to ignore that for the here and now. So how do you find that balance between thinking big, sticking with it, but also accomplishing what needs to be done this week? Well, there's a lot of things that go into this, but I want to talk about one specific thing today, and that is quarterly goals and a quarterly review. So it all kind of goes together. You have the quarterly goals and the review that leads into the next quarter, which is followed by review. One of the last books that I read in 2022 was called The 12-Week Year by Brian P. Moran. And of course, it's all about thinking in terms of quarters or three-month periods throughout the year. The main point of the book is that committing to this practice will allow you to accomplish these three things that I, that I considered as takeaways. So the first thing is that you are able to think about the major things that you want to accomplish in your life and avoid the trap of just doing one task at a time and thinking and thinking only about what you have to do that day or that week. So as I mentioned, and the second is that you are able to create some forward thinking goals that are only 12 weeks in the future rather than some hard to grasp date on on the counter, like five years or 10 years. And yes, I did say 12 weeks. I know that if you look at the calendar, if you count up the weeks within each quarter, you'll notice that there are 13 weeks. But the author Brian Moran suggests that you have a week that you can either take to recover, like a vacation, or you can use it for reflection, review. And I personally think that that's a great starting point. That It could be that you know, you're going to go on a real vacation and, and maybe it's like you're going to be gone for three weeks. So you make your quarter a 10-week period. All right, well, <laughs> this is meandering just a bit. Uh, I'll get back onto that. This is not to say that a really long-term goal, like what you want to accomplish, what you want to be in five years or 10 years, is not to say that it's not worthwhile. But for many people, as I said before, this can be overwhelming or actually lead to a sense of complacency because you're you're just so far away from your from your due date on those goals. And this all leads to the third main point of the book, which I haven't really mentioned yet, as one of the benefits of thinking in terms of quarters when you're doing your planning is maybe the ideal. While thinking about goals three months at a time, it gets you away from the trap of doing only what you need to do for a certain day or week. Three months really isn't that long of a period of time. I mean, if you think about it, it's the end of June. <laughs> I promise you, you'll probably feel surprised when it's the end of September. I mean, I'm not wishing away your summer. You know, you should enjoy each day. But I'm just saying three months is not a very long period of time. It's, it's a nice amount of time, but it's not super long. So if you find the right balance of goals that are going to push you without overwhelming you, you're going to have to stay focused. You're going to feel the urge to push yourself along. Now, it's not enough to simply have quarterly goals. There are two more things that you need in order to make them really work. The first thing is each goal needs to have what I call sub-steps. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's say that one of your goals for the next three months, it might be that you want to polish and memorize six pieces of music. Now, for some of you, that might not be a big deal. But for others of you, that might be a pretty ambitious goal for three months. 
If you don't break that goal down into smaller parts, you may find yourself getting overwhelmed. You might find yourself falling behind and, and possibly giving up. So how do you break down that goal? Well, again, let's chop that quarter into a 12-week period. Let's divide that by the six pieces you want to learn, and you get an average of two weeks to learn one piece each, or two weeks to memorize one piece each. Probably a good idea if these are pieces you know already with the music, with the sheet music, and that you just want to memorize them, if we're going to do that many pieces. Now, you'll probably want to go a little deeper, because there's a good chance that the six pieces you want to memorize are not equal in difficulty. And maybe some of them take a little longer than two weeks, and maybe others don't take quite as long. So what you're, what you're establishing is an average, and if you get ahead on, say, that first piece, you might want to keep pushing on just in case you fall behind, so you want to have some built-in leeway. So now, you can break it down a little further. If you don't want to think two weeks at a time, you want to think one week at a time. Well, if you're trying to memorize a piece of music in two weeks, you're trying to memorize half of one piece every week. So that becomes when you're now planning your weekly goals, you look at your quarterly goals and you use that as your starting point when you're trying to figure out what do I need to accomplish this week. It's really taking that divided by 12 for something that is an ongoing project that will take three months. So you realize that, okay, you need to work on half of a piece, trying to memorize it that week. You could also say, well, I'm going to work on the entire piece, but I'm going to give myself a big break if I'm a little rough in places, and I'll use the next week to polish it. So there's a lot of ways that you could go about that particular goal, but you see the power is knowing what you want to do in 12 weeks, and then just dividing that by 12 to figure out what do you need to do each week to stay on target and to achieve that goal. So that's sub-steps. You're breaking down the goal into smaller parts to give yourself things that you can accomplish within a week or two weeks at the most that will get you closer to your goal. And of course, each goal is different. It's just kind of easy to, when you've got a specific number of pieces, that's a very easy thing. Besides having the goal, besides having sub-steps, you also need a review. The review at the end of each quarter is really important. Now, some people recommend that, you know, you take that whole 13th week of the quarter off to really reflect and really take time. Um, and if you, if you have the benefit of that, if that's something that interests you, you can go ahead. But I would say you can also just take part of a day to do this. I think you should probably give yourself at a minimum a couple of hours to really reflect. Because, I mean, let's think about it. You're trying to plan how you want to spend your life for the next three months. It's worth taking a couple of hours to do this right. And you can experiment to see how much time you really need. So what are we doing with the review? Well, let's say that you get to the end of September and you had that goal of memorizing six pieces of music. What if you were only able to actually memorize three pieces? Well, the first thing that I think you should do before you get down on yourself, I think you should pat yourself on the back because guess what? You memorized three pieces. Congratulations. 
how many pieces do you think you would have memorized if you had not given yourself that goal? And actually, how many pieces do you think you would have memorized if you had made three pieces your goal? It takes a lot of effort to overshoot our big goals. But it's very easy to miss the mark a little bit. You know, as the expression goes, reach for the stars and you just might hit the moon. Reach for the moon, you just might get to orbit. Actually, I don't know if that's the actual saying at all. <laughs> but I do, like, I do like the concept and I do find it to be true. You need to shoot higher than you're willing to achieve. So if you really wanted to do six pieces, you might want to give yourself nine pieces as a goal. All right, after you've given yourself a well-deserved round of applause, a pat on the back for memorizing those three pieces, what are you going to do with this information for the next quarter? Assuming you want to keep this same type of thing going. So now, if you're actually pleased with that result and you, you want to kind of demote the importance of this goal you want to focus on more things but you still want to keep memorizing music what well, you could say at this point okay let's just maintain the three pieces of music that that i memorized and i'm going to just give myself a goal of three pieces which you know you do the math by 12 it, just, it means i've got a, a month for each piece or i do 25 uh, percent of one piece each week but another thing that you could say is okay six Pieces was a little bit much for me, but I think I can do better than three. So let's make a goal for the next quarter of learning four pieces. Okay, I'm giving myself three weeks per piece now and see how that goes. So you're still pushing yourself by one above your previous success. You're trying to build on that. Now we're not quite done because there's one more thing that you need to do while you're on this review phase. When you're thinking about the previous quarter, your successes and where you fell short a little bit. So you need to look at these three pieces of music when you had planned to memorize six and just ask yourself, why did you fall short? And can you do anything about those reasons? So what are some things that could have happened? Were you, were you not able to allot as much practice time as you thought that you needed to make this happen? Did some other things come up that you weren't expecting and are these things that regularly do come up you know sometimes we we don't meet goals and we realize that life happens and other things just come up all the time and we seem to dismiss the likelihood that those are going to happen again when we're planning our next quarter's worth of goals so you probably should have a little bit of life happens built into what you're trying to do when you're planning what your goals are. Now also reflect on how your progress went. Is it possible that you started slow and you learned something about the process just simply from trying to memorize a little bit of music each day that maybe you hadn't considered before? You learned it as you went and you actually did pretty good over the last month or the last six weeks and it was a little slow the first six weeks. Well, maybe that's something, that's some kind of momentum. It's new knowledge and new experience that you can carry forward. And maybe you should try those six pieces again. And be okay if you don't quite make it, but you might get four or five this time. What about the music that you chose to work on? Was it too complicated? Were the pieces too long? 
If so, do you need to allow more time to learn them? So therefore you should reduce the number of pieces you're trying to memorize. Or if it's just the sake of memorizing more pieces of music, maybe you should pick some shorter and or simpler pieces. So you see what you're doing here. You're taking the goal from the previous quarter that you set. You're taking the result. And, and if you made it great, I'll talk about what you need to do when you are successful with a goal, but you're taking this case, uh, I mean, I mean, let's just not sugarcoat it. Let's call it a failure. <laughs> I, I, I don't think failure is a curse word. I think, you know, failure simply means we didn't achieve something we set out to do. Doesn't mean it's a bad thing, especially when you take this time to learn from it. So what are you doing? You're looking at it and you're saying, I didn't achieve this. Let me see if I can figure out why. And you just ask some questions about it. You make some observations. You don't have to judge yourself. You just look at what happened and why and use that to make better goals for you and your situation for the next quarter. Ones that aren't super safe, but they push you just a little beyond your comfort zone. So this is just my humble suggestion as your podcaster, your coach, your mentor for this one episode or for this podcast series when you choose to listen to it. Just my little bit of humble advice, and that is don't downsize your goals. I actually think one measure of success when you're doing this quarterly goal system is that you're not actually achieving all of them. Because if you are achieving all of them, you're thinking too small. Well, that's the whole problem of just thinking day to day and week to week. You need to think bigger. That is what quarterly goals allow you to do. It allows you to think, where do I want my life to be three months from now? And I'm hoping that it's better than where it is right now, that it's accomplishing more than you're doing right now. Your measure of success is not achieving every goal that you set, but it's setting something to push yourself with the knowledge that you're going to achieve some of it and you're going to fall short in other areas. So I actually, for me, I want to fail at about 25% of my goals. And then I'm going to congratulate myself for achieving 75% because I have quite a bit. For this second quarter, I had 20 goals. I had five projects with deadlines. And we're not quite done with this quarter yet, so I can't tell you the final results. But I can tell you I've achieved a lot of them, and there's some of them that I early on I just said, uh, this was too much. I am not going to make this goal. This is going to go on to quarter number three. So just to be transparent, I'm going to share some of my quarterly goals from the second quarter of this year. So these are some goals that I had from April through June. So again, I'm not going to share all 20 goals or five projects that I had. I'm only going to share just a handful of goals here. So the first one uh, that I'll share is my goal was to catch up with a YouTube tutorial series on Logic Pro. So Logic Pro is what I'm recording uh, and mixing the audio of this podcast on, but that is just a small, barely perceptible percentage of what that software can do. I use it for any of my recording projects that involve mixing multiple instruments, uh, audio MIDI, uh, you know, you heard me, if you heard the previous episode with Liz May, you heard me talk about Logic Pro. We were talking about studio recording. That's my app. There are other apps that are similar, such as uh, Pro Tools and Cubase and, you know, m many others out there. Well, mine is Logic Pro. 
even though I've been using the this software for coming up on a decade, really close to it, there's a lot of features I've never used. And there's some things that, I mean, I didn't even know if the, if the software could do this or anything at all. Well, there's a guy on YouTube, and I'll shout him out because he's been really helpful for me, a really good instructor, and he goes by the handle Music Tech Help Guy, one word, Music Tech Help Guy. He has an ongoing series of the latest version of Logic Pro. They're about 20, 20 to 30 minutes, some, some are on average, 20 to 30 minutes per video. And there's part one. And eventually, I think there's going to be about 70 or 80 parts to this series. Well, when I set this goal at the end of March, I had not watched a single video. I had been saving them to the watch later list, uh, which is a really nice daunting list that I had, which was also another one of my goals, which which was to pare that down. But I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. But let's just sticking with the Logic Pro tutorial series. He was up to 45, part 45. And uh, I hadn't watched a single video. Well, I said, I need to learn this software. I need to watch this series. So my goal was to get caught up with wherever he was, uh, with the understanding he would probably be in the 60s by the time we got to this point. Um, and in fact, to, as I'm recording this, he got to 63. I'm recording in a little in advance of uh, when it's released. So it may be in the high 60s by the time this episode comes out. But let's just say I expected there to be at least 60. And I was okay if I got to part 60 and he was up to part 70. That was still much closer than being on part zero when he was on part 45. Okay, so what were my sub-steps? I made this goal. I'm going to watch at least 60 videos on and, on and learn some things. You know, it wasn't enough to do this. The goal was to watch and take notes or practice as needed. So actually open up logic and practice with it while I'm watching it. So I wanted productive watching of at least 60 videos by the end of June. So the average once again is for each video is about 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, I obviously wasn't going to sit down and watch 60 plus videos of 20 to 30 minutes each in like a binge session in one or two days. So I knew I was going to have to spread this out. It is something that I was going to have to do on a regular basis. So I did the math and it told, and uh, if I want to get 60 videos in a quarter, I got to do 20 videos a month. That comes down to an average of five a week. And if I commit to about a half hour per day, I could do that in five days a week. So now you have your sub-steps, and one of the things I didn't talk about is good to have an action step. So what is my action step? Well, my action step was to take my calendar app and to plan a time for each day at the beginning of each week where I could schedule thirty, a 30-minute 30 session to watch one video while I open up an app and play along. So I'm going to do a thir more thorough review soon, but I'm going to do, uh, for the sake of this episode, I'm going to give you my review that I have so far on this task. So it's not quite the end of June, but I'll go ahead and let you know that I accomplished this goal in full on June 1st. By that date, there were 63 videos. 
and I watched part 63 on June 1st. So I really overachieved on this goal. How did I do it? So first of all, I ended up really liking this. It was like I was looking forward to the next video. This wasn't something that I dreaded. I was like, I, I really love these series and I love learning and I couldn't wait to learn again. So I made it a not a five day a week task. I made it a seven day a week task. I said, even on my off days, I can get up and watch a video and open up an app and practice along as needed for 30 minutes. Well, the other thing is that uh, sometimes there were consecutive videos that were only about 12 minutes long, 11 or 12 minutes. And I was like, hey, I can watch two videos. Now, you add that with a few days I was out of town and, and really didn't have the chance to watch any videos, and it all works out that I was able to finish and get caught up part 63. Now, I know I'm not done because he's not done. So my modified goal you know, is to keep current whenever he puts out a new episode to go ahead and watch it and commit to, to that having that same time of morning be for tutorial videos in general and just I'll be specific about what they are at the time. So how am I going to take this information? What what is my adjustment going to be for July through September? Again, I'm I really accomplished that. I'm I'm not going to be 45 behind. I'm only going to be one behind at most if I stay current to that. So so obviously a very small goal is to stay current. But I really like this routine of self-education of watching the videos, taking notes, working in the apps. Well, guess what? Logic Pro is not the only app that I own or software that I don't know very well. There are very few apps that I would say, I feel like I know everything it does. And there are a few that I really don't know hardly anything that this does. I'm barely scratching the surface. Well, uh, one of those apps is that I downloaded on my phone because someone recommended it last year, and I've never used it, it's called Airtable. Uh, maybe some of you know that. It's, it's what's called a CRM, or a Customer Relationship Management app. It can do all kinds of things, uh, and I couldn't tell you all that it will do because I haven't really gotten into it. But I know that one thing it, it can do is it can keep information on customers or students or you know any kinds of clients that you have, what kind of project you're doing for them, how much it costs, um, all the information you need to, per, to give them an invoice. And, uh, and you can also link that to other tables. It's, it's one of those, uh, one of those apps that's, it can be quite complicated, especially if you go with a pro plan. Well, I'm going to keep looking, but so far I have about 12 or, you know, somewhere between 12 and 15 videos that I have saved to my watch later list, all about that software. So, that time in the morning that I used for YouTube, I'm going to do to, to watch that. Now, will I find more software tutorials that I want to watch to kind of cram that goal? Uh, I don't think so. I think I want to scale that back. I want to, uh, I'm, I'm, and probably only do that two or three days a week instead of five and certainly less than the seven that I ended up doing on the Logic Pro tutorials. So this gives me more time and energy to spend on some other goals. Okay, let me talk about one more goal for sure that's very relevant to all of us here listening, and that is I wanted to get four weeks ahead 
on podcast episodes for the Musician Toolkit being ready to go. So at the end of March, I was not ahead at all. Now, there were some guests that I had recorded, but I had not edited those episodes at all. I had not recorded intros. I had not recorded... Uh, I know people like to call them outros, but I'm going to be a musician here and call it a coda. I have not, I did not record any codas for those episodes. There were plenty that would need music examples. I hadn't edited, I hadn't added those in and I didn't have the art design. I didn't have the promo clips that I share two, two or three a week on. Uh, I did not have those edited. So what I was doing was getting all of that done in the week leading up to the next podcast episode. So, for example, if I was still doing that now, obviously you're listening to episode number 27. It would come out on a Monday. Guess what I would be doing right right now if you're, if you're listening to this when it comes out? I would be working on episode 28 and spending quite a few hours trying to get it ready uh, and sometimes not posting it until or scheduling the post until... Sunday, <laughs> before right before it's supposed to come out. Well, I needed to get off this trap. I don't want to feel this constant sense of pressure to stay on schedule. So I needed some episodes ready in the vault. That way I could take some time off. I could relax some weeks from this podcast and so forth. So my goal was simply to say, can I get four weeks ahead? So in 12 weeks, can I get four episodes ahead, which means every three weeks, I end up getting one episode ahead. Okay. Well, I started off with that goal. And then I said, you know, actually, there are going to be some weeks I'm going to be out of town. I mean, well, there was one week I was going to be out of town. And, and I really wanted to push myself on this. So I cheated just a little bit. Instead of making this a quarter goal, I made it a two month goal. I wanted to be, I wanted to achieve this by May 31st. And the idea was, Okay, get this done by May 31st and then maintain it or try to try to overachieve a little bit in the month of June. So with that, I really needed to get one episode ahead every two weeks or get a half episode ahead every week. So this is just a case of why you need to monitor your goals as you're going. So, you know, in addition to your quarterly review, you need to plan each week. You need to have a, at least a short time where you look at your goals and you make adjustments. You say, if this is important, I'm going to have to give more time to this. Or if it's not that important, maybe I can put it off till another time. Well, <laughs> I got to May 31st when I wanted to accomplish this. And I had made no progress at all. I was still <laughs> working on May 31st. I was still working on the episode that needed to come out on June 5th. I was not any ahead at all. What came out on June 5th was episode 25. I was still working on episode 25. If I had been caught up, I would have been caught up through episode 28. I would have 25, 26, 27, 28 ready to go. I was working on 25. What really was discouraging is I seemed like, it seemed to me I was doing a lot of work, but it just wasn't happening. So I needed to take time for kind of a mid-quarter review or a two-third quarter review. And what I realized was I had a lot of episodes kind of in close proximity that required music examples. And those episodes take more time than anything because I have to find the music and I have to place the music and I have to get the sound balance just right. And then I have to notate what it is so that I can label it for the, for the podcast. And so 
you know, every 10 second clip, I'm spending sometimes about five minutes on just to get it right. So those episodes were very time consuming. The other thing that happened was that, I, again, I said I had five projects with deadlines. Well, about three of those projects were were due in a short amount of time, and I was working on all of them, and I had to give a lot of time for that. So I couldn't give a really strong amount of time for the podcast. So what I realized that I needed to do is when I got to May 31st, I decided, okay, for two weeks now, I'm going to go all in on the podcast. I'm going to put everything else distant second in terms of priority because I was done with things that had a truly pending deadline. And I had some time. I had the flexibility that I could spend on this. So for the first week of June, I finished everything with episode 25. I finished everything with episode 26. And I finished most of what I needed for episode 27, which is this one, (laughs) and a good bit of episode 28. So for the second week of June, this is between June 5th and June 11th. It was on June 12th that I released episode 26. So my goal was to be caught up with 29, and I did. I finished episode 27 and 28, and then I also got episode 29 ready to go. So I made it. (laughs) I made it just before I released the previous episode. And I'm not going to add more to that. I'm going to kind of coast and get through the end of this quarter. Four ahead, I made it. Is it a success? Yes. But I have to consider it was not nearly as easy as I thought it was. I don't think I could do get four more episodes ahead in a quarter unless I had much fewer other obligations. Now, I need to consider this information when I am doing my adjustment for the next quarter, when I'm looking at what I want to accomplish through July through September. So I haven't said this yet. You know, I did kind of mention it's good to have longer goals beyond a quarter because sometimes that can filter down, you know, to your quarter. Well, I had a beginning of year goal of whenever I could getting nine weeks ahead. Why nine? I just like the number nine. (laughs) To me, it was saying it is two full months, including the one that has five weeks in it. It's two full months ahead. And then I can pace myself, uh, try to stay one you know, average one episode a week, but, you know, God forbid I miss a week or two and I'm only seven ahead, that's fine. Well, it took a lot of effort to get to four. I am not going to push that to get to nine. So I'm going to have to think about, you know, I'll have to consider it along with everything else, but I'm thinking at this point, I'm going to try to get two more episodes ahead. I want to keep the four I'm ahead and I want to add two more. So for me, it's like every six weeks, I want to be one more episode ahead and try to get to a net of six episodes ahead. And I'll see if I can make that push on the last quarter of the year to get three more and get that number up to nine. And then I will, it will have been a goal that I, it took all year to achieve, uh, or I may just be still one to go. We'll, we'll see how it goes. That took a little bit of time. I wanted to elaborate on two specific goals, but I'm going to share just a few others that I have. I'm not going to share specifics. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go through a few of these others. Um, Okay, so I, you know, I am an entrepreneur. I I am a business. And so one of my goals was uh, I have an LLC, but I don't have a bank account just for my business, or I didn't. So I set a goal. I want to open up one. Well, I said I want to open it up by May 5th. Well, 
June happened and I just still hadn't gotten around to it. So uh, I'm recording this episode in advance and I can't tell you how this turns out, but I have it on my schedule that by June 19th, I will have done this. So maybe I'll share in the show notes whether or not I achieved this goal. Okay. Um, one of, one of my goals was to learn two softwares, uh, that not, didn't require a whole lot of tutorials, uh, called OBS, which is a broadcasting software, uh, that I like to use with, with my lessons in conjunction with Zoom, my online lessons. And I also wanted to, to learn this app called Cordy, which can show a virtual keyboard that syncs with the keyboard that's connected to your computer. And I wanted to integrate all that. Well, I think I accomplished that. I think I got an understanding of it, but I've got some technical problems that I have to resolve. So I'm going to call that incomplete and add that to quarter number three. One of my goals is that I wanted to update my website for SEO. And well, I don't know if I can measure that complete because um, I'm still not getting the results that I want, but I, I think that I've improved it. But I'm gonna have to relook at that goal. So I can't call that goal a failure but I don't think that I set it up for success. So that, that goal was, uh, it's good. I needed to do it. But how do I measure success? I'm going to have to figure that out for quarter number three. I had some goals with projects that, that I was able to succeed. I had a piece that I wanted to arrange for a student. I had tracks that I had to do by the end of April for The Velveteen Rabbit, which was premiered in Atlanta. And I was the arranger and orchestrator for, for that. And I have one more arranging project. I don't think I'm going to quite make my June 30th goal. It was my goal. The real goal is uh, at the end of August. So I'm trying to stay pace on that. That's going to be a top goal for quarter number three, but I will have accomplished something on it. So here's an interesting goal. I wanted to walk an average of 7,000 steps per day and maintain that average throughout the quarter. And for April, I averaged 7,426 steps. For May, I averaged 7,777 steps. So, I mean, I only had to get about 5,800 steps per day in June to, to make that happen. But now I'm trying to think, uh, you know, I went into June with 7,500 step average. Can I maintain that? Can I match those other months? So that's my goal. So far, so good. But, you know, I needed to do this because I was having trouble getting even, I mean, I think there was a point where I was only averaging like 4,900 steps a day and not even quite 5,000. So this was a big jump up um, and it's really helped me to get more active again. And again, I've got a lot of other goals. I just had one more that that I'll mention that I just decided early on to postpone. And that was I wanted to create a plan and strategy uh, for group lessons. So that is something that I want to do. I want to, by the end of 2023, to have in-person and online group lessons for a variety of things, but for composition and also for beginners. And I don't know all the details yet, so I can't, it's nothing I can announce, but that is on my list of things that I know that I, that I need to do. Okay, let me uh, offer some suggestions for you for also to help you implement your quarterly goals. It's helpful to have a good system. So you might be the type of person who can just take a journal and write, write everything down by hand and, you know, have a handwritten calendar or, you know, uh, I mean, a calendar on the wall and make that work. I'll go ahead and tell you right now, 
that wouldn't work at all for me. For me, I have to schedule everything or it doesn't get done. And I have to be notified about it. So it has to go on my calendar. So I do this every Sunday night. I look at my priorities. I open up my quarterly goals, which I forgot to mention. I keep that on a, a document in Google Docs. When I open up the Chrome app, I have it, I've set so that certain tabs open. And one of those tabs is what's called a frequently used folder in Google Drive. And it has on there, it's a file that I labeled Q2 2023 Goals and Steps. So I open that up actually mul multiple times a week, but I especially open it on Sunday night and I make my goals for the week. And as soon as I can, sometimes it's the night before, you know, sometimes I have to kind of spread this out for the week, but I schedule on my calendar when I'm going to do it. But Sunday night, I assign what days they're going to get done and what times of the days. And then I put it on my calendar at least a day in advance before it needs to be done and with a notification to let me know when it's time to do it. One thing I like about Google Docs is that you can use the at sign to get a drop down menu and do things like a, a date stamp. You know, so you'll have that and you can search by that and you can see, what do I need to do by June? What do I need to do by May? Or looking ahead, what do I need to do by July 31st or August 31st? So, you know, the thing about your quarterly goals, it doesn't have to be something you're going to do for the whole three months. It's what are you going to do within those three months? Include the goals that, you know, that you need to do sometime. Uh, maybe it only takes a week or two of that. So you can say, all right, this is something that I need to accomplished by July 15th. So that means early in the quarter, that's top priority. Now, in the middle of this past quarter, so sometime in May, I was inspired to try this app called Things, T-H-I-N-G-S. I think it's listed in the Apple store as Things 3, the number three. And it is a, it is a paid app, but it's a to-do app that I can sync to all my devices, but I can also, as long as I've got a window open, I can use a really short uh, key command, which is control space bar. No matter which app I'm in, it will open up a quick to-do window that I can just type something down. It's one of those things that helps me if I think, this is something I need to do soon. Like it crossed my mind you know, I, I, I like my doctor, but they don't remind me when it's time for a physical. And I was like, it's been a while. It's been more than a year. So I made a quick note. That's a Q3 goal, by the way. I'm going to schedule my annual wellness check, as they call it, and, and go in. While I've worked on that Things app to go through my quarterly goals and make sure that those are popping up as... Um, as things that I can schedule on this app. So it's made that process even smoother. I'm going to integrate those, uh, that app with Google Docs and my Apple Calendar and Google Calendars as I go. So again, I'm trying to improve as I go. So again, part of the system, I do recommend taking, you know, 45 minutes to an hour each week, time of your choice, just check in. How are you doing with the goals? Um, how are you doing with the scheduling? and just keep up with it. That's the whole thing. You need, you know, it's not just, here's what you want to do in three months. No, you're working toward that goal. So now let me offer you just, uh, you know, these are some suggested goals. If you're, if you're not sure what can you do, especially as a musician, uh, what are some things that you can do? Well, I, I talked about memorizing some pieces. Well, how about practice time logged? 
So you can do this, you know, you can do these goals in reverse. You can get to the quarterly goal by taking something like how, how much time do you want to make yourself practice in a day? And can you commit to five or six days a week at a minimum, minimum of doing that? And then multiply that number times, uh, maybe you'll say 10 weeks instead of 12, just to give yourself a little leeway. But if you want to push yourself, multiply by 11 or 12. And what you're saying is, whatever number you get, that's how much you want to practice. So I'm just going to keep it conservative. Let's just say that you haven't been practicing much. You're a student. You want to make yourself practice 30 minutes a day on a certain instrument. And you can do that times six days. And you can do that times 10 weeks. That's a total log of 1,800 minutes or 30 hours of practice. Now, if you want to take that a step further, if you know you're going to try to practice for 30 hours, what are you going to try to accomplish in that time? So try to be specific. The more specific, the better. How about some technique goals? Think, think, of, a, think of some scales or some chords and inversions or some arpeggios. Pick a skill, a technique. And give yourself a tempo goal. So maybe you're currently playing your quarter note scales at a tempo of a quarter note equals 90. Well, what if you gave yourself a goal to increase your metronome by 10 clicks per quarter note each week? Well, you do that and in 10 weeks, you'll get that to 190 beats per quarter note. And by that time, you might want to say, well, let's just... Maybe let's just think of those as eighth notes, and that would be if you said the quarter note equals 95. Well, you went from quarter notes with a quarter equaling 90 to eighth notes with a quarter note equaling 95. That means you more than doubled your progress in three months. And see, this is, and I think in my estimation, that's a pretty small conservative goal. Think about how much you could do with your technique if you thought a little bigger. Say you're going to focus on a specific technique for three months. Composers, you need to be setting composing goals. How many measures are you writing in a quarter? So if you could commit to four new measures of music per day for at least six days a week, well, in 10 weeks, you give yourself 240 new measures. Or if you think, well, that's pretty easy. Okay, we'll make it eight measures a day and you'll come up with 480 new measures. 480 measures is not a bad amount of music. And you may need to adjust that number. Maybe maybe you're an orchestrator. Maybe, you know, that 480 measures is a lot. Or, you know, if you're a professional, maybe you need a lot more than that. Again, I talked about fitness goals. You can set fitness goals. Uh, if you set them for three months, you know, that's, that's a little over 90 days. That gives yourself a chance to really commit to those goals, like I did with my 7,000 step goal. And I'm so glad that I put that goal in. And I can tell you that I'm going to be upping that goal to 7,500 steps to reflect where I am. And maybe even see if I can push it to 8,000. We'll see. Obviously, a good use of quarterly goals is weight loss. It can be really powerful here, um, especially if you want to account for fluctuations. So let's say that you think you can lose two pounds a week, but you think you're going to have ups and downs. And by the way, you probably will. (laughs) So make it one pound a week for 10 of the 12 weeks and and just say you don't lose anything on the other. Well, you will have lost 10 pounds in three months. That's not bad. So the last thing I want to say is don't forget about the big picture. So I talked about those, what do you want to do in five years? What do you want to do in 10 years? Well, let's just take a five-year goal. 
And I want you to think of you're at the ground floor and you're looking up at a staircase to the next floor, the top floor or whatever, and it's 20 steps away. And why do I come up with 20? Because three months is 120th of five years. So what am I trying to get you to think? I want you to think that in the next three months, you're going to take one step of those 20 that you're trying to reach. So it could be a really big goal. So maybe, you know, maybe it is what I said earlier. Maybe it is landing a chair in a major symphony orchestra. Well, write down all the things you have to do. Reverse engineer that. What do you have to do? Uh, What's the step before that? What's two steps before that? What's three steps before that? Label those. 20 steps to get to that goal. What's step number one? Is that something you can do in three months? So if you're already using quarterly goals and reviews, please share with me your systems and your successes. I'd love for you to share it with your voice at speakpipe.com slash musician toolkit, but I'll gladly accept any any messages you'd like to send me, either as con- comments, DMs on um, my Instagram, uh, which is David Lane Music, at David Lane Music, or Facebook at David M. Lane Music, or, you know, again, you can go to my website, davidlanemusic.com. There, there's a contact form. You can also click on the Musician Toolkit section, you know, or go straight there, davidlanemusic.com slash toolkit. And I also would love to hear from you three months from now. If you'll com- <laughs> write this down as your quarterly goal. If you've heard this and you're inspired to try it, I want you to write a quarterly goal, set in your calendar, contact David Lane of the Musician Toolkit, and let him know how you did because if this is something helpful to others and not just me i would really love to know it take this next week or the next two weeks think about what you want to accomplish in july august september i want you to push yourself it needs you need to push yourself as a musician but you also need to push yourself in other areas of your life because balanced well-rounded musicians are not just musicians they also engage with other aspects of their life so good luck with the next three months. Just a reminder, check out the Fonz app for a free trial. And you can use the link in my show notes. This is for all of you who have one-on-one clients or small groups. So of course I'm talking to you teachers, but also yoga instructors, martial arts instructors, personal trainers, physical therapists. It's a good, it's a good app for all of you. And you can try it for free using the link in my show notes. All right, that wraps it up. This was a, this is a rather lengthy episode. But it's one that I thought was really important and I needed to share it with you on this specific date. So that wraps up episode number 27. I'll be back with you next week for episode 28. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're on YouTube, please give this a thumbs up and hit the subscribe button. And if you want to check it out on YouTube, it's at David Lane Music One. Thank you so much. I'll be back with you next week.